Blog Talk Radio. Heavenly Father, 
Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will completely cleanse and totally purify us of all sin. Father, we pray this evening that we will be in communion with you, in communion with our Lord Jesus, and in deep, just deep prayer, praise and worship for the days that we're in right now that are very, very confusing um, and have the world really on edge um, and clearly exceedingly difficult to tell exactly what is true versus what is not true. Things are not adding up. Um, There's, it appears, Father, that the darkness of this earth is working in some sort of synchronicity. Um, Very, very unusual things that are hard to get our arms around and we see them. We see, we don't know what we, are able to completely understand and there's division and disagreement. There's things happening. There's, it it really is absolutely mind shattering to see the disconnect that um, is occurring in, in all forms of media and the manipulation of the world population in the manner that it, it that it, it that it is obviously taking place, Father. It's it's just an astonishing dynamic that I don't think any once again any one of us anticipated. I am not aware, Father, that there is or ever has been a prophetic word. Um, maybe there has many hundreds of years ago. Maybe there have been that are that I'm just not aware of. That are, that is associated with the things of, and the and the global dynamics that appear to be unfolding right now uh, on various sources of media that are not in much agreement whatsoever of the dynamics that seem to be happening. I know that Father, that is, it, 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 you are not a father of confusion. We praise you and thank you for revealing all truth to us. We are in a very unusual place right now, Father, in the unfolding of the end times timeline. It could be an acceleration of sorts, and we, but we know that you are in utter and absolute control, and we surrender ourselves utterly into your hands. Father, we praise you for helping us through the help of many others, through the help of many other news sources, alternative media news sources, uh, for revealing the um, for the people on this earth. Uh, we do not know whether they are tares. We do not know if they are perfectly possessed. We do not know if they're even human at all in some cases. And all we can do is, you know, be watchful. Watchful as possible, continue to be on our knees in prayer, uh, try to keep our heads together and not overreact. Um, certainly, we should probably find more time to divorce ourselves and disconnect from the media. As, uh, But at the same time, the draw that's associated with the potential for a worldwide or somewhat vast escalation or significant high, highly impactful in, uh, uh, escalation of events to happen would draw us toward it as we would be excited to 
recognize, to acknowledge, to see perhaps, to be excited about the coming of Jesus, and um, but at the same time potentially fall prey to a manipulation of the darkness that is designed to cause us to believe things are happening in a certain manner that they actually are not. Um, and and it's exceedingly difficult, Father. You know, we don't want to put our trust in anything on this earth. We don't want to put our trust in any of our understandings 100% because all uh, it appears that all of the sources of the earth, to some degree or another, are corrupt. Um, there's so many differentiating opinions, so many different dif- di- um, uh, versions of history, uh, so it such manipulation that is so deep in its in, in its roots of darkness that is it is very very difficult to be able to pinpoint precisely what you're dealing with because of the hierarchy of the darkness and the various belief systems that are embedded within that hierarchy of confusion father we praise you for being our father we love you father we love you we love you we love you and father i pray that you will just cleanse and totally purify our heart our mind, our soul, our spirit, and our flesh, our record-keeping books in heaven, and our robe and gown in heaven. Lord Jesus, I pray for myself and every other person that is participating in this prayer vigil, for every person that is a listener of the radio show over the years, uh, for all of the people that have contributed, all of the guests that have been on and given, in, in some cases, incredibly encourage, encouraging words, uh, and uh, also those that have given us words of warning uh, of the days that we're in right now. We, I pray praise you, Father God, for the confirmations that I've received from so many people from different parts of the world and and seeing this division occurring, uh, but not really knowing exactly or even having there's just no possible way for us to understand or know which direction this is going to go or whether or not it will continue to go in a bad or south, you know, in a negative direction. And Father, of course, you know, our, the eyes of the world appear at least, to, or it seems to so many of us, because we can't seem, you know, we can't seem, Father God, we, we're excited about Jesus coming, and because we're excited about our Lord coming, and because we're excited about the end times, and we're excited about how close we may be uh, to our potential departure, we're excited about uh, the many prophecies, dreams, and visions that have been, that have strongly indicated over many, many, many years that we're exceedingly close to that, you know, if not completely and deeply embedded into the season of the coming of our Lord Jesus. And, and but yet in the midst of all of that, we're see, we're we're literally. I don't want to use the word drowning, but we're twenty thousand leagues under the sea in a pool of deception that is so beyond. I think what the scripture was attempting to help us to understand. And when we read that scripture and we and we see what Jesus warned us about, it's hard to and and then at the same time we are simul, simultaneously aware of the depth of the deceptions and, and that are occurring uh, in so many different areas across the world. Uh, we, we're dealing, you know, just about the time that we think that we're coming to some place of quasi or I don't know 
slightly less confusing understanding of the bioweapon attack against mankind, the origins of the bioweapon attack against mankind, the dangers of the mRNA vaccine and, and the people that are dying, the athletes that are dropping dead, the blood clotting that's taking place, the attempts, to, the, the forces of darkness to inject our children uh, you know, with these things, to force it through the law, uh, the, the turning of the Supreme Court, uh, pivoting from one direction to another, indicating that they are clearly compromised by the devil. Father God, we have situations where um, th- th- there is no continuity. There is no congruence in the information flows that are coming in from all directions. The confusion of the information that is flowing across the world right now is beyond most people's normal comprehension, and our ability to be able to discern through it is is hindered clearly by the sheer magnitude of of the uh, uh, deceptions and the vast number of sources and directions of which they are hitting us from. Father, it is just absolutely beyond most of our ability to to even get our arms around, to even try to uh, quantify, to to get our arms around the size of it. It is just so huge. It is so much more huge than I think pretty much any of us could ever have imagined, and certainly myself. And Father, I pray for myself, and I pray for the people that are praying with me. I pray, Father God, in Jesus' name, that for those of us who are uh, like me, very similar to Peter, uh, impetuous and that struggle with our emotions uh, as we see not only the deceptions that are taking place, but also the coordinated attacks, the coordinated mind manipulation of the media, the things that are happening on a global level, um, and the disconnect in the stories, the lack of our ability to confirm the things that are being uh, shown to us on the media. Um, not being able to, you know, having insider information, speaking to people that are on the inside of the Ukraine that are giving completely opposite stories of that which we're, which is being literally poured out in vast quantities uh, uh, through the, the news sources with our own admitted inability in some cases to be able to discern past the, the depth of the lies, to recognize oftentimes that some of the explosions that were being shown on television are just repeat of, of uh, single events, uh, and they, they play them over and over and over again. Uh, there you know, are clearly certain parts of the Ukraine, for example, that uh, probably are to the far, far west that want nothing to do, uh, you know, of course, with Russia and have been told things, whatever, who knows what they may have been told, and cameras you know, of the media, which are used as a weapon of the devil. Father, for the first time, for the first time in approximately what appears to be since about 2016, so that would be 2016 through all the way to 2022, for the first time, we are now seeing what we saw prior to 2016, which is a content synchronous flow of information coming from both Fox News and CNN at the same time, with the exception, perhaps, of, you know, maybe just Tucker Carlson, who seems to be the only one who 
isn't being sucked into the riptide of this massive global disinformation campaign. Um, Lord, there is no consistency in the flow of the information. There is no way that we are able to confirm anything anymore. There's so much censorship, so many things being taken down, uh, so much deception. And if this is a sign of where we are heading, if this is a... um, small introduction, if you will, of the direction that we are heading in our existence here on this earth, for the days that we have ahead of us, then clearly there is no place that we can be safe except on our knees in your presence. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that anyone who is struggling with the things that they're seeing out there emotionally, the things that they are, uh, I, I praise you, Father God, for Sister Paula, uh, making me aware of the most troubling information regarding that um, there has been a proclamation of NATO, uh, that if there is so much as a single Russian cyber attack, that that could invoke Article 5, which would allow NATO to then attack Russia. But yet, Father, having 26 years of experience in cyber technology, it would be very difficult, if not impossible, to determine even the source. It would just be uh, someone would be making essentially a deduction or a claim that it came from Russia. When in, and, and there's just oftentimes no way to be able to determine because of the nature of how atta- cyber attacks occur. So it, there. I I personally, with all of my experience and expertise in this field, Father, I don't understand. All I can say is that the warnings that are out there, the amazing number of warnings that are out there that are being pumped into the media sources from all directions on a global scale, tanks going down the street in Belgium. Uh, The King of Belgium, we know, Father God, is part of the darkness and a part of the insiders that are under the control grid of the um, very, very dark rise of the global 2.0 reset is just another name for the New World Order, Novus Ordo Seclorum. We see these things unfolding, and they're going at what appears to be super-duper fast, happening super-duper-duper-duper fast, and there's no end in sight to the the number of the deceptions and the synchronicity of the deceptions. Fox News, MSNBC, BBC, every single news outlet in the entire world, with a few exceptions, really, uh, are pretty much following along in unison with this deception that is occurring um, with very little, it appears that there is an agenda to start World War III and to start it as soon as possible. It appears that there is an agenda that when Klaus Schwab, who I will not judge, I have no, all I can say is that Everything that seems to come out of his mouth appears to be demonic, uh, clearly seems to be in alignment with the rise of the Antichrist. We know, Father, from more than 15 years of research and information and leaked documents from the United States military, um, information that has been um, 
down as being unavailable to the American public. Rex 84, uh, you know, which was the establishment of the original FEMA camps and how, I mean, all of the stuff that we've been privy to, all of the information, the videos, the terabytes of videos that we've, some of us, especially myself, have saved over the years that told the story, Operation Garden Plot, you know, the John Warner Defense Authorizations Act of 20, um, oh, goodness gracious, I can't even remember. It was not 2012. Uh, it was uh, 2007, John Warner Defense Authorizations Act, which, uh, Father, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable the things that we're seeing happening across the world. It's unbelievable the lack of balance in the information that is available. And what is most horrific is the demonic satanic synchronicity of the data that is flowing father i don't i i'm blown away i'm absolutely blown away and i never thought that that could ever happen and i pray in the name of jesus that you will place a spirit upon me personally and upon anyone else who's confused in possibly bouncing off the wall because of the information flow that's coming out, because of the threats uh, that, uh, you know, people making comments about nuclear bombs on, you know, in front of the entity that refers to itself as Biden with the black eyes of Satan and the, 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 the eyes of a viper that he warned us about in the Testament of Reuben and Amaran. Father God, we're in a very, just as you warned, just as your scripture warned us, Lord Jesus, just as your scripture warned us, we have come to a place that it appears at times that there, you know, there's no turning back. It appears at times that, that there is such that your hand of protection, that he that restrains until he that restrains is taken out of the way, Father, it appears sometimes as we look upon these things that the there's very little restraint anymore. And that may be really, really good news for us, but at the same time, Father, we need an anointing of the Holy Spirit to be able to to have the strength to overcome our own emotional swings that are associated with the um, pivoting of deception and satanic lies that are occurring knowing that we, there really isn't a source of information anywhere out there that we can trust except our Bible. But our Holy Bible, Father God, doesn't give us all the details, which puts us at a, an enormous disadvantage. And on top of it, Father, your servant Stanley Frodsham warned us that there would be seducing spirits released upon the earth and that those seducing spirits would be allowed to confuse the prophets who we would normally be somewhat dependent upon. And now, essentially, all that is happening for the most part is it's causing division and confusion, adding confusion and layers upon, of, layers upon layers upon layers of confusion on top of confusion. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, please, please. First and foremost, please forgive us. Please align our hearts. Please align our discipline. Please align and please calm our spirits. Please place us in in a place where we will be absolutely submerged and, and just bask in the presence of your peace. 
Forgive us for any time that our emotions and our emotional swings associated with what's happening out there that we probably should just completely cut ourselves off from somehow. Um, Father, we just pray that you will forgive us and continue. We praise you. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for answering our, answering our prayers. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for having mercy, Lord, and Father God, for remembering that we are dust, or from, you know, that we are dust, as it says in, in, in your scripture. Father, we just pray in Jesus' name that you will give us that, a, a, I don't even know how to say it, a, a triple portion of your outpouring of of. Uh, of that anointing that we so much need. There's the Holy Spirit gift of discernment. But Father, the situation that is going on right now that your servants are tossed in the midst of is we ha- we're surrounded by brothers and sisters who believe with all of their heart that they're discerning properly, but yet we know that they're not. It's very difficult to articulate it because of the depth of the confusion. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that, please, that you will protect us, protect our hearts, protect our minds. Holy Father God, just cover us in the shadow of your wings. Calm our hearts. Allow us to fly on the wings of a dove to a place of safety up high where we are in your divine presence. And through the, the multitude of your tender mercies and loving kindness, that you will forgive us for our indiscretions and for the, the struggles that we may go through emotionally, the times when the things that come upon our hearts or how we feel or how we react are not in alignment with your perfect will. Father, we just pray that you will please forgive us. We want to confess of our continuous state of sin in in alignment, really, with what our example of King David was in Psalm 51, that we like to pray a lot. At least I do. Father, help us in these times, we pray, so desperately that you will incline your ears. We can only imagine how unbelievably busy the throne room must be right now. Based upon 1 Kings 22.19 and what Micaiah saw, when you were conferring and, and deliberating with a, an innumerable company of spirits about King Ahab, and the determination was to send essentially a seducing spirit to become a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets. That's one tiny, tiny little glimpse of what must be happening. I can only imagine in in the scope of a 24-hour period here on in this hologram that we're trapped in as we await the coming of our Lord Jesus. I can only imagine how busy the throne room must be. The cries of people that are in desperate places in parts of the world right now that have nothing to do with the Ukraine. 
desperate cries of people that are located in and in terrible places of persecution in China, North Korea, uh, all over Africa, even the states now in Africa, which are controlled by the forces of darkness and the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum and all of the evil and satanic Nazism and end of the world rise of the Fourth Reich and all of all these things that we knew were going to happen, but we're now for the very first time. Things that we've written, I wrote articles about 11 years ago, and yet and have books, and oh my gosh, and it's now, it's almost like it's all happening right now. The evil of the mRNA vaccine and how they're planning on making more of them for other vaccines. Using the, the evil of the mRNA technology and using that formula of evil for other uh, sicknesses. The wide number of countries in Africa right now that are just beginning to force their populations to take the mRNA vaccines. It's unrelenting. It's not stoppable. It's unbelievable. Just about the time it seems that there's a period of a lull or a respite or perhaps some strange return to a new normal which doesn't appear to be even possible yet we're surrounded by people that don't see any of it and perceive it all as being whatever it is they happen to latch on to which is essentially a narrative that is a form of satanic manipulation on a global level but at the same time father what an amazing confirmation we praise your holy name and we thank you with all of our heart for confirming it's just a lot more horrific and harder to emotionally deal with than we could have ever imagined. It, it certainly is for me. I never imagined these things going down in this fashion. Never. And we certainly able were not able to deduce them from the prophecies and the dreams and the visions of your people over the Gosh, the stuff that I've studied that goes back more than 100 years, in some cases 200 years, depending. Trying to stitch it all together. And yet, there's always a new surprise. Always a new event or series of events that just materialize seemingly out of nowhere with no warning. And spin out of control with no, it appears that there's no control, that you have lifted your hands of protection off of this earth completely, which I suspect or guess, well, that couldn't be true, because if that were true, we would probably all be dead already, because that's the way Satan would have it for sure. But we praise you, Father God, for the days that we're in right now. We praise you for the confirmations that we are receiving from studies, research, articles that we printed in 15, you know, 14, you know, 12 years ago. Just, it's it's unbelievable. It is absolutely astonishing to see the things that, that, that to some degree, we have been shown over so, so, so many, many, many years of time actually manifesting before our very eyes. 
the determination of the darkness at this time to shove forward the end times timeline is like nothing I've never ever even imagined. And I praise you for that, Father. I praise you. It's it's a little nerve-wracking, and I know that perfect love casts out all fear, and I and I I I know that there are those. I am getting the emails, the communications, the text messages from all over the place, wondering what is going on, why is this happening, what is you know, and, and the, the answers are getting thinner and thinner because the answers are so mired in the cesspool of the confusion and the lies, the manipulation and mind control narratives that are synchronized across sources across the world with censorship happening in almost near real time and unlocking of an evil agenda that is so filthy in its in its in its origins and its end game that it's un, it's one cannot articulate it you cannot speak it forth because it is too complex and most cannot understand it we feel I do remember a prophecy, Father, and I praise you for this, and I thank you, Jesus, for bringing it to my recollection. And I praise you also, Jesus. I praise you for continuing continuing to help me to move forward in my walk in sanctification, and I pray you know the struggles that I have. You know, this, you know them intimately, Father. You do too, Psalm 139. You know our sitting down and our rising up. You know our thoughts from afar off. Behold, O oh, Father God, there isn't a single thing that you do not know it altogether. We praise you for that. And thank you. Father, I pray on behalf of every single listener of this program. I pray on behalf of every single person who participates in this prayer vigil. I pray in the name of Jesus for an anointing. I do not even understand exactly what sort of anointing, although we have been praying pretty consistently for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit gift of love, the Holy Spirit in perfect love cast out all fear. So we pray, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, for the Holy Spirit gift of love. How we're supposed to be overflowing with love in the middle of all of this darkness is exceedingly difficult for many of us to understand. And we can't do it without you. We cannot do it without you. There's no way. It's not humanly possible. We need you to fill us with your love. We need somehow a supernatural anointing of discernment. And we cannot allow the things which we see happening to affect us in a negative emotional way, because those negative emotions are not part of that perfect love. They're not part of that perfect peace. Prince of Peace, Lord Jesus, we pray that you will lay your hands upon each of us. Lay your loving, kind, compassionate, and understanding hands Please, upon each of us, forgive us for our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Holy Jesus, we pray, O Father God, we pray that you will cleanse and totally purify our hearts, our minds, our souls, 
our spirit, our flesh. And Lord, Father, our record-keeping books in heaven and a robe and gown in heaven. Father, we pray that you will blot out all of our iniquity, transgressions, wash us with hyssop, make us whiter than snow. Forgive us for, forgive me for my, and I don't know who else out there may need the same act of forgiveness, but forgive me for my impetuousness. Forgive me for my roller coaster emotions. Forgive me for the feelings that I feel in my heart sometimes that I know just don't belong there, that are a result of maybe knowing too much or maybe being tricked in some cases. The confusion is is rampant, and it's far worse than I imagined it could ever be. I believed with all of my heart for many years, as you know, Father, Amos 3, 7, surely the Lord God does nothing without first revealing it through his servants, the prophets. But yet, with the release of the seducing spirits and the end times timeline that we're in right now, without any understanding, really, of what's next, what you will allow. And we're in a place right now where we can't even trust the words of prophecy. Yet many do, and are led astray. Many do, and are led really, really astray. Father, I praise you for your incredible mercy, and I pray that you will have mercy upon me. I praise you, Lord Jesus, for strengthening me a little bit more each day. I remember even last night when I was going through not a good time. How close I came to overcoming and didn't quite make it all the way. Father, I know there are others out there that are struggling on the roller coaster of the emotions that result and maybe knowing a little bit more than would make it perhaps easier for us to get through such things. But yet at the same time, by knowing these things, we have perhaps a better advantage and understanding of such things and can deal with them better. I don't know. Or is it a worse situation? I don't know, Father. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like ignorance is bliss. Sometimes I feel like it would have been better to just not take the red pill. But yet at the same time, Father, we know you're a good, good Father. And we know that you're unbelievably merciful. And it is your righteousness, not ours. It's your righteousness. And together, Father, before you, we confess of all of our sins. We confess of the sins that we have committed, perhaps even before time. We confess of the sins that we've committed by virtue of our hearts feeling the wrong, feeling wrongful things as we see stuff unfolding around us as we've been perhaps maltreated by whoever it may be on this earth or planet, or whatever, the many, many people that should be our fellow brothers and sisters, disparaging, saying awful and horrible things about us, in some cases even setting up websites and YouTube videos and saying horrible things. Father, we pray more than anything for a spirit of forgiveness to fall upon the body of the Lord Jesus Christ more than ever before 
I believe with all of my heart that we all need the outpouring of that precious golden bowl of forgiveness to be poured down upon us. As we are being tossed to and fro on an end times ocean, a flow of information, let us anchor ourselves in your presence. Let us anchor ourselves in the presence of your love. Let us wash ourselves in the presence of your praise. Let us focus our eyes on the Lord Jesus and ask you, Lord Jesus, our advocate, and he who suffered for us so, so much. Please forgive us. Please forgive us for being human. Please forgive us for not being perfect in our ability to uh, walk in the perfection of your love at all times. Forgive us for our earthly frustrations and fears, for perfect love does cast out all fear. For you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. We need that sound mind, Father. We need that that level-headedness in our ability to walk in thy presence. Thank you, Jesus. Help us, Father, to fall in love with you as never before. Help us, Father, to spend more time in quiet peace in your presence. Jesus, having intimate conversations, always remembering to praise you. Even when we have not and are painfully aware of the fact that we have not arrived and the depth, the godly sorrow that results in our struggles, the more we're aware of everything around us, the more difficult the journey seems to be. And we need your help. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will anoint us this evening We pray, Father God, that you will surround us under the shadow of your wings. We ask you not only to cleanse us, to totally purify us. We confess of our sins before you, Father. We confess of of a constant, as David put it, my sins are always before me and in sin my my mother conceived me. I wonder why King David would have even said those words, in sin my mother conceived me. Lord Jesus, for those times when we were not strong enough, or when I was not strong enough, or when anybody else perhaps that is praying now was not strong enough, or slipped or fell or tumbled down the side, broke through the guardrail of the narrow path, whatever it is, Father, we just confess that we are utterly imperfect, that we desperately need you. We need you so much, now more than ever before, more than ever before. We want, Father, to have that communion with you, that continuous walk in your presence. Even when we become so frustrated, we just can't stand it anymore. Take that spirit of frustration, we lift it up before you, We rebuke it in Jesus' name and break it as a stronghold and cast it into the pit. We rebuke all 
deception. We rebuke it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We break the stronghold and we cast it into the pit. In the name of Jesus, we declare the fire of God to burn it and to vaporize it. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Father, any weaknesses that we have, that I certainly have, and that maybe others might have in their emotional makeups, in their flesh attributes, Father, we rebuke anything in the name of Jesus that might cause us to not walk in your perfect peace. To become frustrated, to become troubled, to become negative in our thinking, whatever the case may be. Father, we rebuke it, we lift it up as a stronghold, and we bind it and cast it into the pit. Out in Jesus' name. We break all yokes of bondage. We break all these strongholds. We lift them up before you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and we cast them out into the pit. We declare the fire of God to vaporize them. We pray, Father God, and for all of the help that we can receive, the help of the angels, Father. Send them down, Father, in an innumerable company, whatever it takes for us to be able to walk as close and to reside in the secret place of the Most High, to be in your presence and to be so happy there and to miss it when we're not there. Father, I ask for special outpouring of grace for those of us who have to deal with the awful, the, just the awful, awful stuff that's on the inside of, corporate, of, of our corporate jobs. The things that we have to be subject to, the music that they force us to listen to on meetings and things that are just awful and satanic. God, Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus, and the things that are about to come upon us. And it could go on for years. We hope that it doesn't, but it could. It could. Oh, Heavenly Father, God, we praise you, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We praise you, we praise you for lifting us up and carrying us when we can't stand anymore. We lift up Mark 11:23 and we thank you Jesus although we slip and fall we know that you are not a man that you would lie therefore we praise you for bringing us through the challenges of the walk for continuing to help us to see as hard as it may be the progress that w- that is being made in our own personal struggles for helping us to deal with the stresses coming at us from all directions sometimes, endless. In some cases, the loss, the loss of loved ones and the death of people that are close to us and the challenges that we have to face. And And we know that there are promises prophetically. We know that there are promises through visions and dreams. We know that there are testimonies. We know that there was even uh, one prophecy from Sister Bonnie in Australia. I hope she's okay. Where she said that there, through your word, you had spoken through her clearly before the seducing spirits were released. That there would come a time when we felt that you weren't even there. You weren't even within our presence. 
And you admonished us in that word that you gave her that that would never be the case, that you would always be, it might, that it might feel sometimes that you weren't there in our presence, but you would always be there. And we need to be in your presence. We need to believe and praise you, even when we dork things up sometimes. We rebuke in the name of Jesus all deceptive spirits. We declare the holy fire of God to burn them into screaming agony. All deceptive spirits, any entity of the darkness, any live or dead human spirit, any member of a witch coven, any worker of Satan, the evil one, any entity that cannot call Jesus Christ its Lord and Savior, any strong man or stronghold that exists in our lives, we declare and we plead in Jesus' name for your holy fire, oh, Father God, to launch down from the glory pillar in your throne room, even as busy as it must be right now, and to burn it into and utterly vaporize all earthly and spiritual weapons before they have the ability. Fiery darts, you are vaporized in the name of Jesus. We declare the holy fire of God to encircle us, to strengthen us. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for helping us to be able to see that while our journey is not perfect, while we are utterly imperfect, that you are continuing to sanctify us, that we are continuing to get just a little bit better every single day in the midst of and against all odds. Against all odds, with with the with the with the rise of the darkness at the level and the magnitude that is occurring right now, it is actually miraculous that any of us can keep it together at all if we're aware of the things that are happening. And we praise you, Lord Jesus. We thank you so much for not for having for not allowing us to slip into the trap of the of those that claim that they're in your presence on a regular basis, yet come back and say things that we know are non-biblical. And we know, Lord Jesus, that you certainly wouldn't tell somebody something, and then they would come back and repeat it, and it would be wrong. Why would that ever happen? And then happen time and time and time and time again. And then having relatives that actually believe that these are legitimate prophecies, that they're actually hearing from you. Why you wouldn't do that? I mean, how can they accept it as being okay? We praise you, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We humble ourselves before you. We pray, please, any imperfections that we have, help us along our journey. Pick us up when we slip. Steady ourselves on the, on the narrow path. Um, for example, last night when I freaked out and was in such a crummy mood and having such a difficult time dealing with all of the things that I was seeing happening, Father, Lord Jesus, I just, you know, I almost really did a pretty good job, but then I just didn't do as good a job as I wanted to do. And I just pray for all of those who are struggling with the things that they're seeing out there that are a part of their life, that are a part of their family, their children, their inability to appropriately warn. Uh, the, it's being stripped from us. Uh, the various generations are being separated by ideologies that are as well pagan and, and satanic. Um, and it's surrounding us. It's closing in on us like a thick fog of darkness like a 
bad Stephen King movie. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus for the presence of your angels and your light and your love to utterly surround us, the holy fire of God, to burn any entity that would even come near us, that the whirlwind of the Holy Spirit would encircle and encapsulate us, and that you would send down angels on a search and destroy mission in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus to ferret out any attempts to come against us, anything that may be held against us as a stronghold that would be that would potentially trip us up to cause uh, you know uh, any kind of a wavering whatsoever in that perfect peace that we are to walk in. That perfect peace. Thank you for warning us. Thank you, Father God, for warning us over all of those years, all of the years from, for at least for me, from 20, 2009 all the way through. 2016, the thousands of really wonderful prophecies, dreams, and visions that you've shown us. Father, have you? is it possible at all that you've relented and that maybe the timeline and some of the events that were prophesied years ago aren't going to happen? Reveal to us, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus as we go through this journey. Help us to be able to discern and see and understand so many at least, you know, I can say prior to 2016, so, 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 so many, dozens and dozens and tens of dozens of prophecies said over and over again that all of your prophecies, all of the things that was written in your word must come to pass. And we believe that. We believe that. We know that is true. But the discord is astonishing. In a time when more than ever before, the body of Jesus needs to be united in love, in discernment, in peace, in your presence of light, surrounded by your angels, protected by your holy fire. Now more than ever before, we need that. We pray in Jesus' name and in accordance with Mark eleven twenty three and the promises thereof. Lord Jesus, you said, we ask for it in your name. And we believe that you will give it to us. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to stabilize our walk. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to give us perfect peace. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to draw us in to steady our course on the narrow path, to not allow our hearts to waver, to be able to walk steadily, that you would make our path straight. We praise you for answering these prayers. We praise you for placing a spirit of discernment that is supernatural, to be able to see and to be able to feel in the spirit and to walk in an understanding, a synchronicity, a harmony with the presence of your spirit, with our eyes affixed on you. Let us have the courage to step out of the boat and walk on those waves with our eyes focused on only you. With our eyes focused on only you. 
Father, we pray for that divine, fiery hedge of protection, the thorny hedge of protection around about us, and mighty whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to swirl around about us. When a spirit of temptation, Father, lead us not into temptation, deliver us in the name of Jesus from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. We praise your holy name for the days that we are in. We're obviously here for some sort of a reason that many of us may not, other, other than prayer and spiritual warfare, we may not completely understand or nor maybe not even have an inkling of what our contribution is intended to be for the days ahead. We do not know, nor do we understand, nor can we estimate any longer how long. We've heard the promises, we've heard the visions, we've heard the testimonies of those who clearly have been shown that we will be infilled with an anointing of the Holy Spirit that will empower us in a special way for the days ahead. Yet, here we are in this place still seeking you with all of our hearts, praying, help us, Lord, to draw in closer, we pray. Help us, Lord Jesus, we pray, in accordance with Mark 11, 23, according with, in accordance with John 14, 13, 12, 13, and 14, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Father, we want to glorify you. Father, we're imperfect. We confess of our sins. We confess of our, our, our lack of faith. We confess of the things that we should have done that we didn't do. We confess, Father God, of, of all of our weaknesses in the flesh, and we pray in the name of Jesus that you will strengthen us. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will strengthen us for the days that we have ahead, for the duty that, 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 and, and, the, and the works that you have established and written in our books. We pray for that strength. Let nothing trip us up. Let nothing prevent us from being worthy, found worthy for the barley harvest, the first watch. In the name of Jesus, let us be stronger. Give us that strength. I praise you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Lord Jesus on behalf of every single person on that is praying along. I praise you on behalf of them. I praise you on behalf of myself. I praise you because our sanctification needs to continue forward. We need to be drawing in closer with more strength, not being weakened by the, the ebb and tide of, uh, and, 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 the, and the ups and downs associated with the, with the journey. We give you all the glory and praise and honor, and we thank you with all of our heart because we know that you are not a man that you would lie. We know that the promises that you have given us are absolutely, utterly trustworthy. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to be able to serve you. We praise you for the supernatural uh, uh, um, uh, legacy of our lives that many of us can look back upon over many, many decades and say, oh my gosh, all of that synchronicity, all of those impossible many miracles, all of those things that have happened to us to bring us to wherever we are in our walk, let us progress in that walk with a steady pace, with a straightened path in the mighty name of Jesus. We need to learn to trust in you, and we pray, Father God, for an anointing of your trust, a trust, Father God, that is supernatural, that comes down from the throne room, that is imparted upon us in an anointing. For if we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not upon our own understanding, that you will straighten our path, as it is promised in Proverbs 3, 5, as it is promised in other parts of the Bible, Father, let the fear of God take control of us. Let us be afraid of hell fire. Let us 
us be strong in our reserve. Let us be planted in, 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 in the very rock that is the Lord, our, our King, Lord Jesus. Let us be strong in all manner and, and disciplined in all manner and work very hard and seek you and to completely place ourselves at your mercy, Father, at all times as we confess because we are utterly imperfect and we seek ye first the kingdom and your righteousness, Father. Please, in the name of Jesus, pour out your righteousness upon each of us. Strengthen our hearts for the days that we have ahead. Strengthen our ability to be able to cope with the, the uncertainties of, of this uh, journey. Help us, Father, to, to be uh, level-headed in, in the ways that we think of things and to understand where our weaknesses lie and to be able to uh, disconnect and divorce ourselves and to get on our knees in your presence as much as we possibly can to steady our path and to spend as much time as we can in that secret place of the Most High, which is in your presence and in your praise. Let us flip off that lying media. Let us spend time in your praise. Let us put praise music on and give you glory. Oh, Lord, let there be gushing glory and praise that comes from our hearts. Let us thank you, Lord Jesus, for steadying our path, for making our path straight, for advocating and praying for us in the, in, in, in the courts of heaven, for advocating for us and for your divine protection and strengthening, strengthening our resolve, strengthening our ability to persevere through all of these things as they unfold. We praise your name and thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for every time we have tripped and fallen. Thank you, Jesus, for every time that we have dorked it up. Thank you, Jesus, for the testimonies of those. That, the, 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 thank you, Jesus, for, for the Brother Lee and the email that he sent me where, oh, my goodness, what a blessing that was. And if it wasn't for... Oh, wow, it's just an amazing thing. Father, thank you, Jesus, for every single person out there that is trying their hardest to deal with these things. To, to Thank you, Jesus, for all of those that I've lost contact with. So sad. But I pray in Jesus' name that every one of them are anointed and drawn in closer to you, that they do not miss. None of us want to miss the first watch, Father. I don't want to miss the first watch. I don't want anybody to miss the first watch. And those of us who are very sensitive to the things that are happening around us are far more vulnerable. Those of us who are awake and aware of the things that are happening around us are certainly more vulnerable. But perhaps we're endowed through our emotional makeup with sensitivities and, and powers that if they are funneled properly can call down an innumerable company of angels of war that can cause miracles to happen, that can touch other people's lives in ways that some of our other brothers and sisters may not be able to. We praise you, Father, for every chance that you give us to strengthen ourselves a little bit more with your help. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus, for the progress that we all are making little by little, even as the days grow darker. Give us the strength to become better, to become more perfect in your love, to become more stable in our mood swings, 
to be able to more calmly and supernaturally, peacefully endure and overcome the pummeling of the darkness and the things that we're exposed to that we wish we didn't have to be. We just praise you for every part of our walk. We praise you for the trials, the tribulation, as it says in Peter, or I believe it's First Peter, I can't remember exactly which, uh, I don't remember the chapter and verse, the fiery trials that are to try us as if something strange has happened to us, <laughs> because it sure feels like it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Please, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will not let us miss. Whether we are dealing with thorns in the flesh, whether we are being further refined, whatever it is that we are going through, we praise you, Jesus. As slow as the progress may be in some cases, we praise you because we know you're going to bring us through. Just like you brought Peter through. Denied you three times. Just like you said. We agonize in our hearts that we are not as perfect as we wish we could be for you. And we confess that we are. We are just absolutely imperfect in all ways. We pray for your mercy upon us. Please, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Tonight is February the 25th of 2022, the 24th of Adar 15782. I Hopefully I'm seeing that good because I did not sleep well last night. And the next holiday is Rosh Kodesh Adar, Adar 2, and that is March the 3rd of 2022. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And tonight, together, we light the Sabbath candles, or the Shabbat candles, if you prefer. I like to light three, one for the Father. Here we go. Thank you, Jesus. One for the Father. One for the Son. Amen. And one for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, please don't ever let us offend thee. When we're struggling with our ups and downs and our emotional mood swings, for those of us who do, Please, Holy Spirit, always be ever-present amidst us. Don't ever leave us. Let us not offend Thee. Spirit of our Father God, presence of our Lord Jesus, immerse us. Immerse us in a spirit of love and peace, joy, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, and self-control against which there is no law. Galatians 5.22, the fruits of the Spirit. Fill us with the fruits of the Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. The Hebrew Kaddish. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam Borei peri hagafen Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam Asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav v'ratzavanu V'shabak kodsho v'yav v'avratzon hinchilanu 
Zikaron le mase vereshit. Ki hu yom techila le mikra e kodesh. Zechelitziat mitzrayim. Kivanu vacharta veotanu kidashta mikol hamim veshabat kodshecha beava uvratzon himchaltanu. Baruch Adonai Mekadesh HaShabbat. Charles Spurgeon, July 30th. The morning, uh, the morning of his, uh, he has a morning and night uh, devotional. Praise God. And this one's entitled, And Peter Remembered and He Broke Down and Wept, Mark 14, 72. It has been thought by some that as long as Peter lived, the fountain of his tears began to flow whenever he remembered that he had denied his Lord. It is not unlikely that it was that it was so, for his sin was very great, and grace in him had afterwards a perfect work. This same experience is common to all the redeemed family according to the degree in which the Spirit of God has removed the natural heart of stone. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you will remove our natural heart of stone. We, like Peter, remembered our boastful promise. (laughs) Oh, Father, praise your name. Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. We eat our own words with the bitter herbs of repentance. When we think of what we vowed we would be, and of what we have been. May we weep whole showers of grief. He remembered denying his Lord, the place in which he did, the little cause that led him into such heinous sin, the oaths and blasphemies with which he sought to confirm his falsehood, and the dreadful hardness of heart that drove him to do it again and yet again. Can we... When we are reminded of our sins and their exceeding sinfulness remain stolid and stubborn, will we not make our house a place of sacrifice and cry to the Lord for renewed assurances and pardoning love? May we never take a dry-eyed look at sin in case we discover our tongue parched in the flames of hell. Peter also remembered his master's look of love. The Lord followed up the rooster's warning voice with an involuntary look of sorrow, pity, and love. That glance was never out of Peter's mind so long as he lived. It was far more effectual than 10,000 sermons would have been without the Spirit. The penitent apostle would be sure to weep when he remembered the Savior's full forgiveness, which restored him to his former place, which restored him to his former place. 
which restored him to his former place. To think that we have offended so kind and good a Lord is more than sufficient reason for being constant weepers. Lord, smite our rocky hearts and make the waters flow. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. (laughs) Oh, would we ever love to? For now is the time to arise and come away with me, for you are my dove, hidden in the split-open rock. It was I who took you and made you up high in the secret stairway to the sky. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. Oh, how beautiful your eyes are in worship, and lovely your voices in prayer. You must catch those troubling foxes. Yeah. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we must we must catch them. We got to catch them. They're fast sometimes. Those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship, where they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what you have planted in us, Lord Jesus. Will you, will you catch them and remove them from me? We will do it together. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us study our path. Thank you for helping us make it. Thank you. Indeed. 
ourselves in your praise and prayer. The global situation has certainly escalated. It's been allowed to be escalated by you, Father. The alliance between the bear and the uh, 16 million man army of China. The scriptures that reveal these things to come to pass. What appears to be the beginning of the end. Perhaps the beginning of our beginning. Father, let us fulfill those works which you have written about us in your books. Strengthen us in our walk, particularly our perseverance particularly our self-control. Fill us with your peace. Allow us to feel the presence of the Holy Spirit come upon us. Make us hungry for the peace of your presence. We thank you, Father God, for Psalm 103, verses 11 through 14. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is your mercy, Father, towards those of us who fear you. Father, please forgive us for those times when we become so wrapped up in ourselves. (sighs) 
As far as the east is from the west, so far has you removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord God pities those who fear him. For you know our frame, and you remember that we are dust. For the Lord is near to those who have a contrite spirit, a broken heart. Sorry, Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as have a contrite spirit. Psalm 34, 18. Father, we pray that you will help us to always remember in the forefront of our heart as we try continuously to keep our eyes focused on the compassionate loving and forgiving eyes of our Lord Jesus as we struggle. Forgive us, Father, for making up excuses in our minds that are not not okay, for things that cause us to slip and struggle and have difficult times dealing with that which we see around us or have to experience. Forgive us, Father, for our transgressions as we forgive those who transgress against us transgression, sin, temptations, Father. We pray for an outpouring of strength, perseverance, self-control. Help us to remember that we must enjoy whatever prosperity that you have given us because when the hard times strike, they both come from you in accordance with Ecclesiastes 7.14. Help us to remember, we pray, that our citizenship is in heaven that we're eagerly waiting for a Savior who will transform our lowly body that it can be conformed to His glorious body. Philippians 3.20-21 We praise You, Father God, for knowing us so well that You saw us before we were born, that every day of our lives were recorded in Your book, every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How awful that it is that like Peter, we can even stumble and fall, slip up, fall short. Romans fourteen twenty three b that which is not from faith is sin. For we are his workmanship created in Christ for good works, which God has prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. Ephesians two ten. We thank you for the power, the authority that you have given us in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, we pray in your name, in Jesus' name, that you will continue to strengthen us. We praise you for doing so. We praise you for being our advocate and loving us even when we were in our worst and continuing to help us, advocating for us, praying for us. We ask you, Lord Jesus, please, to lay your hands on us and to impart upon us with the breath of the Holy Spirit a renewed strength, a renewed dedication, a renewed humility of heart, a renewed and contrite spirit, strength, perseverance, discipleship, discipline, self-control. 
Holy Lord Jesus, please cleanse and totally purify our hearts, our soul, our spirit, our mind, and our flesh, our record-keeping books in heaven, and our robe and gown in heaven with your precious blood and fathered the holy fire. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and by the blood of the Lamb of God, we declare and decree in Jesus' name the holy fire of God to purge through us, to burn away all iniquity, to burn away and purify us, to purge us, to purge us in the name of Jesus. That any entity of the darkness, any ruler of Hasatan, our, our, our worker of Hasatan, live or dead human spirit, any uh, uh, earthly or spiritual weapon, any fiery dart that would be attempted to be launched against us, that it will be vaporized by the holy fire of God. We declare the whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to encircle us and to light that fire, to blow it white hot in the name of Jesus Christ and to surround around about our dwelling places, to surround around about our work, to swirl in and out and to, to, and to find, to, to, to accompany a platoon of warrior angels on a search and destroy mission that would ferret out all attempts to come against us from indirect threat vectors that are a part of our lives, from those weaknesses that we may have in our lives, from those that would come against us in an evil manner, to ferret them out and to strike them down, to place the demons of darkness that would attempt to come against us indirectly and strike them deaf, blind, and dumb, cast them into the pit. In the name of Jesus, we declare the fire of God to weld the pit shut and to permeate the pit and to burn these entities into screaming and horrific agony, making a public public spectacle of them. In accordance with Colossians 2.15, in Jesus' name, we declare the holy fire of God to swirl around about our dwelling places, to swirl around about our automobiles, to swirl around about every aspect of our lives, to burn away all of the dross in the name of Jesus, to strengthen us, Father God, by the presence of the Holy Spirit that ever, that, 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 that turns that holy fire white hot in the name of Jesus Christ and burns away everything that is unclean and purifies us in your presence in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that burns the entities of the darkness into screaming and horrific agony and scatters it in all directions in Jesus' name. We command that the evil demons of darkness that would attempt to come against us will be cut off from ever receiving power from the kingdom of darkness again. We require the immediate disbursement of all of their funds from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We require the immediate destruction of all of their books and artifacts of sorcery. Any attempts to come against us, Father God, again, to be vaporized in Jesus' name. We require the immediate reversal of all their schemes. We cancel all their assignments. We tear up all of their contracts. Penalties applied. We cast them into the pit in the mighty name of Jesus. We weld the pit shut with the holy fire of God. We call it down in Jesus' name to permeate the pit and to burn them where they sit in Jesus' name. And we plead the blood of Jesus upon us and also to seal that pit. For only the Lamb of God can break the seals. Strengthen us, Lord Jesus, in our walk. In every manner, we pray. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your mercy. For your mercy does endure forever. Your mercy does endure forever.
lean on you and humble my heart. Humble my heart. Humble my heart. Lord, let me always walk in you and humble my heart. Humble my heart. Humble my heart. Lord, let me always worship you and humble my heart. Peace, holy oil. Anoint myself in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just like the Israelites put the Lamb's blood over their doorposts in the shape of a cross. Isn't that amazing? Dab on the top, to the left, to the right. Thank you, Lord. Father, we consecrate ourselves into your complete ownership, Lord Jesus into your hands. We renounce all things spoken of in the darkness against us. We break any curses that have been attempted to be placed upon us. We declare your abundant grace. We plead your living water. We beseech thee for the crystal river of life to wash all impurities away from us, to wash them into a deep, deep blue sea of your compassion, loving kindness, and forgetfulness. Do not remember our sins, we pray, Father. And as King David asked, in Psalm 51, I believe it's verse 14, take away the guilt, that which the devil and the darkness would attempt to use against us to make us feel like Peter probably felt, or 
earthen ones. And if we have have to carry a thorn in our flesh, Father, we pray that the burden of that thorn in our flesh will be that which we are able to overcome in our quest to walk as perfect as we can in your love, overflowing with your love, even in the midst of the rise of darkness that is beyond that which probably has ever happened in the history of the world. In the name of Jesus, we decree that no weapon raised against us, earthly or spiritual, shall exist, that the holy fire of God will vaporize it in Jesus' name. We rebuke the devil. We resist you, evil one. You must flee. We cancel all demonic assignments, tear up all demonic contracts. We break all yokes of bondage and curses placed against us. We declare the holy fire of God, authority, hedge of protection around about us on all sides, a whirlwind of the Holy Spirit to blow it white hot and punching through the spiritual realm directly into the throne room of God. Father, we abandon ourselves into your hands. Do with us what you will in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Whatever you may do, we thank you. Do not in Jesus' name we pray thee, Father God, please, merciful one, do not let us miss. We, we Father, we are ready for all we accept all. If we must be purified, if we must be chastened, if we must be corrected, if we must be uh, uh, um, uh, uh, refined further, whatever it is that we need to go through, Father, we, we, we surrender of ourselves completely and utterly into your hands. We commit our soul and spirit utterly into your hands. We offer it to you with all of the love of our heart, Father, because you are our Abba, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your mercy enduring forever. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for remembering that we are dust. Thank you for remembering that we're going, some of us are going through a challenging situations in our lives, and we just pray for that unbelievable, unbridled mercy to just immerse us in the presence of your light and love, even in the midst of the rise of the darkness that many of us are aware of and see, sometimes wishing that we didn't. But always grateful, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the lessons that we must learn and the testimony that becomes that which will help others as a result of the struggles that we've gone through ourselves. Let us bless others, not only through our prayers, but through our testimony, through helping them understand that they're not alone in their journey as they struggle as well. And how sad it is for those who don't recognize that their understanding of things is inaccurate. And then due to their unfortunate ignorance and perhaps the taking of the metaphorical blue pill are led to believe things that are utterly outside of the realm of your love. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus for the holy fire of God. In the name of Jesus, as a royal priesthood, we declare and decree the spiritual realm to be parted, and your holy fire, we pray, to shoot down from the glory pillar and to enter into the bodies of all of your people, Father God, all of those who are sealed by your glorious mercy, Father. In the name of Jesus, we declare that holy fire to enter into their bloodstream, to purge it of all impurities associated with the vaccines that they may have taken. We declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and by his blood that there will be absolute 
purification that any uh, problems with blood clots or coagulation of blood or red cells uh, collecting together in an abnormal way, all of that will be purified. We command in the name of Jesus in accordance with the power you have given us, Lord, in Jesus' name, that they will be restored to full health. We come against all spirits of infirmity. We come against, in the name of Jesus, all impure uh, product, all impure impurities that are associated with that which they may have taken out of their own ignorance, which is, or because they were pressured and had no other choice. We purify it and command that purification to take place in their blood. We plead your blood, Lord Jesus, to intermingle with their blood and to purify anything that is impure. We declare the holy fire to burn away all of these impurities and to transform anything that is impure in their blood into Sailing in the name of Jesus, we command it. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. We declare this upon every single one of your people across this entire planet. We declare this holy fire to enter into their bloodstream and to purge it clean. We declare in the name of Jesus that all the blood will be returned to normal and that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ will enter in and intermingle with their blood. We command them to be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Rise up and walk in the name of Jesus Christ for those of your people, Father God, that have been affected in a negative fashion by the attempts of the darkness to come against them. In Jesus' name, we rebuke that attempt. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We bind and cast it into the pit. It shall have no power over us. The power of the Lord Jesus Christ works within us for as we who exhibit the power of Jesus Christ for to him who is able to exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us Ephesians 3:20 we thank you for that power father god and we command in the mighty name of the lord Jesus Christ that any one of your people no matter where they are in their walk or their understanding that they will be purified and that their blood will be purified from any from any darkness that may have been uh, allowed to enter it or they have been perhaps coerced uh, beyond their uh, own personal choice to be forced into a situation so awful as that. And Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in parts of the world that don't have a choice. We pray for our brothers and sisters in parts of the world now in Africa that have become a direct target of the of the forces of darkness and the evil. We pray against all of those that would receive these future-to-be-made mRNA vaccines that we also we know that are also uh, going to be poisonous to them, Father God, that will ultimately cause uh, immunodeficiency deficiencies in their in their in their bodies potentially causing their blood to uh, inappropriate uh, and inappropriately flow through their 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 lungs their veins causing myocarditis and horrible things to happen and father we just command in the mighty name of the lord jesus be thou made whole in jesus name we pray and thank you father god hallelujah hallelujah and amen
Bye. 
God, thank you, Jesus. So I receive an email. Thank you, Father. Um, from Sister Roxanne, who says, <clears throat> we have a missionary friend here who corroborates your friend's stories, the ones in regard to what's happening in the Ukraine. He, this missionary, is on his way to the Ukraine in two weeks. And the, uh, essentially they say that the, the war dynamics that are being shown on television are not accurate at all. Um, she, she even says it's <laughs> boulder dash. I wonder where she got that term from. I, I don't know, it's kind of funny. She says, thank you for putting out the truth. And I, I you know, I, it's not, it's never one or the other. It's always all of the above. There's elements of it that are true and a fantastic amount of it that are lies. There's a movie that was made a long, long time ago. And to watch it today, it's a little bit difficult to do because it's just so old. And so it's almost like the movie they live where they would put on these glasses and they could suddenly see that there were creature beings all around them, but they had to wear the glasses in order to see them. Sort of like shape-shifting reptilians and dares and things that are on the earth right now. <clears throat> and it's... Um, but what's really fascinating is when... Uh, what really makes things difficult... Is when there is when the deception is so thick that even those who mean well are deceived by it. Uh, it's not that it's not happening; it's that it's just not happening the way that we're being told. I um, praise God and I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, so much. 
keep our hearts and our minds calm and as we see these things unfold, we know that uh, these entities and beings are steering. It appears that they're steering. They're not, they don't appear to be being stopped, hampered, or hindered in any way by <clears throat> Father, your angelic forces. He that restrains the prayers of the saints. It appears that the agenda that they are executing upon the earth at this time is occurring unhindered, which would strongly indicate, Father, that you have sanctioned these things and that we would be moving forward. As it says again in Ecclesiastes 7.14, that we should be praiseful and happy in our days of prosperity, but to understand that when the bad days come, that both are from God, because you are in absolute control of all things. We praise you for that. We pray, Father God, Isaiah 43:25, that you will blot out our transgressions for your own sake and not remember our sin so that we can contend together with you. We are not strong. We need you to be strong. We need you, Jesus, to be strong. And we pray for that strength. As it says in Isaiah 40:31, those who wait upon the Lord, not meaning sitting around on our hands, but serving you as best as we can. Not perfect. Definitely the tax collector in the parable of the tax collector and the Pharisee. Definitely those who Jesus was referring to when you, Lord Jesus, said in response to a question from your apostles, who would love you the most? The one who is forgiven a little or the one who is forgiven a lot? We pray, O oh Lord, for clarity of mind and heart, for perfect peace, for you to renew our strength, that through the presence of the Holy Spirit we do mount up as wings, as with wings of eagles, that we rise and give thanks to you and praise you every day for that progress that we will make in our walk of sanctification in spite of all of the darkness that appears to be closing in around about us. Strengthen us in the presence of your light and love, filling us with your love overflowing, giving us total peace, utter humility. Humility that is and even that which Andrew Murray wrote in his book, Humility. To be at perfect peace on our knees before you in prayer and praise. That secret place of the Most High, when above and all around us is turmoil. 
trials and tribulations, but yet we reside in that peace and your presence. We praise your name and thank you for the opportunity that you have laid before us that we are utterly unworthy of. Bless Father to be that which you've spoken of in Proverbs 16, verse 7, where it says, When a man, of course, when a man or woman's ways please the Lord, that you make even his enemies to be at peace with him. Father, we pray that you will make good eyes blind. And those who do not belong to you, when those who do not utterly belong to you and that are not humbled and contrite before you, Father, not fear you, when, through the presence of the demonic influences around us that they are unaware of, that the intent is to do us harm, the intent is to cause us to struggle. As it says in Romans 13, you know, that we are to pray for governments, but few understand that the purpose of that prayer is that we would be able to, in an unhindered manner, serve you in peace, love, and touch other people's lives unhindered. Yet we come to a time in the end times approaching quickly, that it appears that we may not be able to trust that those things would be a part of the plan associated with the dynamics of our trials and tribulations that's, that are immediately before us. But yet we still pray. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that those things that would cause the fiery trials that are to try us, that we will rejoice and praise you. To recognize that many of the things that become trials in our lives, stressors, Things that we have no choice but to hear, that are forced upon us, the, the requirements that some of us have to go through in order to even feed ourselves or keep the lights on, recognizing the magnitude of the sheer darkness and the filth that is being allowed to occur around us. No avenue of escape for us. We are, clearly as Paul, prisoners of Christ. Many of us are in solitary confinement, Father. Even in the midst of families that reject us or think that there's something wrong with us. Unable to fellowship in a, in a body of believers because of how slanted their understanding is of your scripture and the requirements of holiness in our walk. Taught things that have been taught in the Protestant variations of denominations that cause division amongst the brethren that is an abomination unto you, Father God, as it says in Proverbs 6.16. 
with no, literally no unity. An absence of that fellowship in some cases. Or fellowship amongst believers who have itching ears that heap up for themselves teachers that make them feel good. Where there is no conviction. Where there is no godly fear. Where there is no godly sorrow. Where it is never preached or taught that it is merely assumed Father, we pray for that strength, that peace to come upon us. We pray that you will continue to nurture us, to help us and steady us in our walk. Teach us and fill us with your love that overflows, that we love you so much that we do indeed have godly sorrow. Let us not, Father God, fall into a state of mind whereby we become so frustrated with the darkness that we're surrounded by or our personal lot in life, that place that you have put us for that refinement purpose or that perhaps um, thorn in the flesh, we pray that that refinement, refinement, that chastenment, that which we may be subject to even in the days ahead will crush us crush out of us all the flesh and fill us with all of your love that we may be completely renewed of the mind and of the heart as David as King David prayed in Psalm 51. Purify us in every way, we pray. Help us to be at absolute peace with all of the things that we see happening around us with the things that so many people will ultimately be led into a state of horror and fear in the days ahead, let us be that beacon of light, peace, examples of Christ, that they can see the peace in our eyes, the compassion in our eyes, not a shared sense of fear, but the presence of the Godhead, Christ in us, Help us, Lord, we pray, Lord Jesus, to put on Christ at all times to walk pleasing to you, Father. No matter how difficult it is and no matter how much sometimes we have to separate ourselves from all that around us, having very little, if any, fellowship at times because of these understandings that we have brought been brought to through your grace and mercy, but also never thinking of ourselves more or less important to the body of Christ than another, always remembering on our knees to pray fervently in tears for our fellow brothers and sisters who do not and have not been blessed with the understandings that we've been blessed by, even though they are a double-edged sword. For your strength, we pray, Father God, for your righteousness, 
We pray, Father God, for your mercy. We pray, Father God, for your forgiveness. We pray, Father God, for godly sorrow to fall upon us. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for a contrite spirit. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for an anointing of discernment. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for love to overflow us in the midst of the darkness that just causes us to cry out to cry out to you, Father God, for the anointing to touch other people. Father God, for a unity to occur, for a miraculous change to happen in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, we pray in Jesus' name that there will be a harvest that occurs in the midst of this darkness, that more and more people will be brought to you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you in the name of Jesus as a royal priesthood, in the name of Jesus, in accordance with 1 Peter 2.9, a royal priesthood, your own special people that have been called out of the darkness into your marvelous light. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will anoint, touch, and help to awaken our fellow brothers and sisters and humble them before, help them to, 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 to somehow awaken, somehow to realize by your mercy that the things that are happening across the world are not normal. They're not transient, that these things are essentially written about in your word that these are incremental steps of events that ultimately most likely must occur in order for the fulfillment of so many of your prophecies that in many cases are very difficult to equate to the events of today. Very difficult. And so many, very, very, so many people that love you very, very much, Father, also utterly imperfect, which I thank you for awakening me to as well. None of us, none of us are perfect, and none of us are what we think we are, and none of us, Father, we just praise you. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for touching us. We thank you for strengthening us. We praise you, Jesus, for loving us. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will lay your hands on upon us, that you will empower us, that you will breathe the presence of the Holy Spirit into us, that we will be strengthened, that we will have, uh, you know, perseverance and 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 uh, and uh, self-control and just a a, a nepho level-headed full of your light and love, understanding and, and, and synchronicity and harmony and the presence of the Godhead in your walk and, the, and your light. Fill us with your love so abundantly and overflowing that we are in the midst of your presence at all times, even when we are forced in a situation where we cannot somehow, we would like to walk away, we would like to no longer participate in it, but we can't eat if we don't work, as Paul said and, Second Thessalonians chapter 3. And also we praise you, Father God, for those of us who do have jobs. We praise you, Father God. And for those of us who, who don't have jobs and have, you know, some restricted income, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given us, Father God, through your abundance to be able to seed and give to help others. So many millions are Oh, my goodness, the millions and millions and millions of people that no longer have homes because of the forgiveness of rent, for the forgiveness of mortgage payments that occurred for so many people during the pandemic, yet there were no provisions for them, protecting them from being hit with a humongous, impossible-to-repay bill at the end losing their homes as a result. 
children in the street, moms and dads with no place to go. Tent families, tent, tent cities all over. We have no visibility or understanding because it's ignored in the midst of all of the lies, all of the darkness that's rising up across the earth. We pray, Father, that you will help us, anoint us, fill us with your peace, fill us with your love, fill us with the presence of your Holy Spirit. Help us to be able to completely disconnect, to feel the presence of that Holy Spirit. Father, I pray down the presence of the Holy Spirit upon everyone participating in this program, Father God, live or in a recorded podcast. Many people receive the gift of tongues. They have the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they don't even realize it. And it isn't until they are in deep prayer with the Lord and that they mimic the tongues of somebody else that the actual manifestation of the gift of tongues occurs to them or happens to them. Oh, if I had even a dime for every person who told me that they received they received the evidence of speaking in tongues long after they had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit without them knowing it. Oh, Lord, our God, hear our prayers. Allow the gift that you have given me to anoint and touch those in Jesus' name that are able to or desire to participate in this program, whether live or Memorex. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, knowing beyond any shadow of a doubt that the one way that our prayers cannot be hindered is through speaking in tongues. Thank you for that gift bestowed upon all of us. May everyone who seeks it receive it. For you, Father God, are a good Father. And if we keep on asking, keep on seeking, and keep on reverently knocking, it will be given to us. Father, help touch those. Pour out your Holy Spirit, the baptism of fire and the Holy Spirit, upon all of those who seek it. For if we seek you, we will find you. If we seek you with all of our heart, I believe it's Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah 29, 13, I think. I want to get Jeremiah 29, 13, and 11 mixed up. Praise God for your anointing. Thank you, Father, for surrounding us with your holy fire. Thank you, Father, for hearing all of these prayers, for inclining thine ear, for purifying your people. We pray, Father God, for a spirit of unity to fall upon your people across this earth, for an awakening to occur to many of those who may at this time be called by you but have not yet received. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus for the parting of the spiritual realm, the air, the demonic realm, where these entities of darkness astral project and attempt to come against our prayers. We part that spiritual realm in the name of Jesus as the Red Sea. In Jesus' name, 
glory, your power, your angels will descend upon this earth in the name of Jesus in accordance with our prayers like never before. Father, we pray, forgive your people, Father God, across this earth, whether they are from Namibia, whether they are from Mozambique, whether they are from uh, any land, Moldovia, Father, Qatar, even, Syria, all of the Christians that suffered so much in Syria, Father, my goodness, the 40,000 Christians that are located in Lebanon, the millions of Christians that are located all over the earth in places that are under extreme persecution. Sad it is. How sad it is that that even happens at all. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you will send down angels, mighty, powerful warrior angels in the name of Jesus, an innumerable company of angels, as it says in Hebrews 12, 22. Down upon this earth in Jesus' name to come upon all of our fellow brothers and sisters in lands of persecution, those who are in the underground church of North Korea, those who are in the misguided churches in some places of South Korea, those who are in the very few Christian churches in Japan, very few. Those who are in the, the, the many Christian churches and gatherings in the Philippines, in Russia, even the Russian Orthodox churches, Father, we pray that you will touch them and pour out your Holy Spirit, cause miracles to happen in their congregations, pour out the baptism of the Holy Spirit, surprise them with the amazingness of your glory. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus for our fellow brothers and sisters who have been deceived by the darkness, be deceived by the devil, by seducing spirits that have been taken to false heavens, that have been tricked by seduce or uh, familiar spirits that appear to be Jesus but are not Jesus, prophesying falsehoods continuously over and over again, giving false hope to those who ought to be preparing for the days that are and, and residing in your presence, Father God, and seeking you in repentance and confession continuously all day long, as Daniel did even in uh, chapter Daniel nine twenty five as Daniel himself was confessing of his sins. What a lesson for us to all learn from that. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for an anointing the presence of angels and the baptism of the Holy Spirit to fall upon your people across this world. Even those denominations that do not believe in such things, we pray, Father, for your mercy to fall upon them, the, for the angelic presence and, the, and, and, and miracles to occur in even their lives. Please, Father, we pray in Jesus' name that you do not hold them accountable for their ignorance. For if anyone thinks they know anything, they know nothing yet, as they ought to know, 1 Corinthians 8.2. And, and as it says in Romans 8.26, for likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Father, we pray that the Spirit will make intercession for each of us and for each of our fellow brothers and sisters in all of the various countries of the world. We pray, Father God, for your people, those who love you with all of their heart, those who are in the midst of difficult and challenging places and 
going through much, much horrible. The father, the whole world is looking towards one direction while there are probably millions of our fellow brothers and sisters that are suffering horribly right now in other places in the world. We pray, Father, for the dispatch of angels to be in their presence, to provide provision for them, to open their hearts and their minds, for those who are marginally aware of their walk and the requirements of the kingdom, who have not been taught properly. Father, we pray, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgive them all. Forgive us. Father, pour out your forgiveness upon all of us. We pray for a spirit of unity to unite your people, Father God, that the divisions cause, causing the existence of over 33,000 different denominations across this earth to be dissolved, and that we should be made one in your presence and truly love one another as we were admonished and commanded to do, but unfortunately is not easy to find. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus for your touch to come down, Lord Jesus, that you will make yourself manifest before those who are lost in all of the countries of the world. Holy Lord Jesus, we beseech thee. We pray down in Jesus' name. Hundreds of trillions, an innumerable company, I love that that term, innumerable company of angels, to descend upon the earth to enter into their dreams and visions, to touch them, Father God, in dreams and visions of the night, as it says in Job 33, 14, and 15, to save their souls from the pit and to seal their instruction, Lord Jesus, we pray that you will show yourself before them, that you will call them, that you will lift your hand toward them, that you will reveal yourself to them. Call them by their name. Let them know who you are. We pray for an, 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 an unquantifiable, astonishing touch of your glory and mercy, Father, to descend upon this earth and to enter into the hearts and the minds of all of our fellow brothers and sisters in all 194, indeed 243 countries with all the island nations, Father, to touch every one of them, to touch them, Father, in dreams and visions, to reveal before them as they see these things happening across the world, to reveal before them and to ignore those of our unfortunate brothers and sisters who do not understand what we have yet to go through. Do not understand that when your Bible warns us about these days, that it is very clear. But for some reason, their eyes are hindered. They are unable to see. We pray, Father God, that you will take blind eyes of our fellow brothers and sisters and open them. As Elijah prayed for his servant, that that he should see the chariots of fire. Father, let them see the chariots of fire. That we should have that unity. That we should bond together in that love. Father, please forgive those who have made the awful, horrible, that have that awful, horrible iniquity in their heart to think that they can hurt other people, even in their own defense. How un-Jesus-like that is, lying down our lives if required to save one more soul. Oh, Lord, we pray that you will reveal these things to all as many of your people that can receive it. Lord Jesus, as you have said in a number of places in your word, if you can receive it. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that that anointing will come upon 
so many. Just an, an innumerable number of our brothers and sisters across the world in all places that are going through such trials and tribulations that are far more difficult than those that we perceive ourselves going through. But there's situations that are far worse. Brothers and sisters being blown up by grenades being rolled into churches. Being slaughtered by groups like Boko Haram. Being hunted like animals in places like North Korea. Being thrown into prisons in places like Iran. In some cases, although there are some more churches, Christian churches there than there have been in the past. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. Reveal yourself, we pray, Lord Jesus, to so many more. Rise up a remnant bride that is so much bigger than was even planned since before there was time, we pray, that the Father may be so glorified. Strengthen us in our walk. Do not remember our sins. Wash us and purify us utterly clean in all thought, all action, with all perseverance. and with unhindered dedication. Allow not this topsy-turvy, swirly, deceptive world to unsteady the, the, the steadiness of our walk on that narrow path, to upset us and to push us over the guardrails. Help us to walk close to perfection through your love and anointing. Not only now, but in the days to come, we pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit to overtake us, for your light, your love, and the depth, the multitude of your tender mercies to wash us whiter than snow. We pray, Lord Jesus, please, in accordance with your promises in the Word, that each and every one of us will be found worthy to stand before you, worthy to make the first watch, worthy for the barley harvest. Father, do not remember our sins. Cleanse and totally purify all of us. And keep our hearts humble and contrite before you. Strengthen us in our prayer and our prayer lives. Strengthen our bodies that we are able to maintain all the things that we must. It's part of our lot in life. The place that you have allowed us to be, almost certainly, with the multitude of your tender mercies. Pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for peace, the removal of all pain, maybe even your mercy to take them home. For our fellow brothers and sisters who are imprisoned in awful prisons, horrible places, dungeons and rats and water on the ground and worse. We pray, Father, that 
by your mercy you will take them home in accordance with Isaiah 57 verse 1. We thank you, Father, for the days that we are in right now and we simply lay our lives at the foot of the cross. And the one thing we ask more than anything else is that we will not miss. That our own personal weaknesses shall not get in the way. That it will be through your righteousness, your forgiveness and mercy, and Jesus, your advocacy, and the promises of your word, to our praise and thanks, that our sanctification will continue, and that we will receive the outpouring. We will receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. We will receive that which we ask. We will receive and continue to walk and become more pure, more purified, more empowered, more filled with the presence of God and the light and the love of the Godhead and the presence of of the Holy Spirit to overcome us and to overtake us, that we shall be purified in the name of Jesus, that we shall walk in the works that were written in our books before there was time. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we pray and we thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Help us, Father, to improve our walks. Help us, Father, to have that continuous contrite spirit and that self-control that is required to walk in the fruits of the Spirit in accordance with your will. Let us walk in continuous harmony with your will and get joy out of knowing that we are walking in your will. In Jesus' name we pray. And thank you, Father God, forever and ever. Thank you, Father God. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you for the days that we are in and for how we will be able to serve you in a holy and righteous way in the days that are ahead as Christ on earth, saving the souls of many by our love and compassion. We thank you, Father. Strengthen us. Pour out your spirit upon us. In Jesus' name. Let us enter into communion. Praise you, Jesus. Forgiveness 
It was paid. It was done. You had power to call. And I can only imagine the thunder and sound as though heaven exploded in sin. We were free from our chains. Now all that remains to never give in. We are destined to win. So we gather remembering the of our soul. Destroyer of death, the Lord of the all. The light in our arms, the edge of our sword, the King of all kings, and the Lord of all lords. For we believe in our land, all of creation, restored by His hand. Eternity, all is revealed. By the time we remember, all scars will be healed. As we long for your coming, we imagine the feast, the Lord and his bride. When our waiting has ceased Praise God Before I continue I just found something I find this to be pretty supernatural Mentioned it earlier Thank you Jesus This is a prophecy from August 11th of 2013 From Sister Bonnie In Australia Like I said, I hope she's okay. And there is no doubt in my mind that she was hearing very clearly. No doubt at all. I'm going to read this to you. It is very, it it, it, not only is it what I referred to earlier, one, one of the examples of what I referred to earlier, thank you, Jesus, but just let me read this to you. This is just awesome. I'm actually quite surprised I I found it. It's like staring me right in the face right now. I would be remiss of my duties if I did not, and I think you will be blessed by it. It was entitled, And Then I Come for You. And I think we're going to be able to relate to this now much better than we did in 2013. Praise you, Jesus. Now remember that even though the Lord is talking to her, this word is for us. There is never a time when, sometimes I hear brothers and sisters say things like, well, the Lord has not released me to release this to you and all that kind of stuff. And I struggle with that because that doesn't line up with the scripture very well. But anyway, um, because it's always all for us. God doesn't give words to, you know, it's for the body for the edification of the body, if we understand our scripture properly, always is, which is one of the reasons why I struggle deeply with this concept of copywriting things, you know, so that, I don't know, I don't understand why people do the things they do. Freely I give, freely, you know, freely you will give, that whole thing, but so many forget. The flash. 
Listen to this, and then I come from you from, again, August 11th of 2013. How many years ago would that be? 2013 to 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, pandemic, 20, pandemic, 22. My goodness, it's eight years ago. Wow. It's kind of becoming a little bit on the relevant side right now, I think. I think it's kind of like starting to happen, like right now. I even mentioned it earlier. Here goes. And then I come for you. Daughter, take heart, for I know you are concerned about what is coming. This event, this event of which I have spoken is a cataclysmic event that will affect all of mankind. But you, my bride, will be protected. But you will see many things you would rather not. That aligns incredibly well to Psalm 91 for me. This is why I keep telling you to keep your focus on me, your Lord and Savior. My bride will be used in a mighty way to bring in the last harvest before I bring you all home to me. So many of you will be anxious and concerned and want to know when, when, when this event will, will come. But my children, you have taken your eyes off of me, your Lord and Savior, your provider. I am to be your first love, and your trust must be entirely in me to provide for you and to protect no matter what happens. Yes, I have said that I will give you warning and to fear not. This event has been planned since before the creation of time. Nothing will prevent my will from being done on earth as it is in heaven. Remember that I told you there will be a short span of darkness that you will need to walk through before I come for my bride. And there will be a time when it may appear that I have forsaken you. But nothing could be further from the truth. No matter what happens, no matter how you feel, I have not forsaken you, and I will never forsake you. I will be at this time, or I'm sorry, it will be at this time that you must strengthen your faith in my word, the Bible, and in my personal words spoken to you. Just because you may not be able to feel me for a short span of time, know that I am with you, regardless of your feelings, and I will bring you through. I'll bring you through it. Now, I want to point something out. It's here, the Lord is saying through her, remember that I told you that there will be a short span of darkness that you will need to walk through before I come for you. I believe that that time is now. Right now. With all of my heart. And take note that our Lord's admonishment through this word includes that concept of which I think some of us feel a little bit in our walk at, at times where we're wondering why aren't we getting the level of assistance and help that we're praying for? Why are we continue to struggle and having a roller coaster challenge with all of this stuff? And why, you know, 
Father, are you not hearing us? Jesus, are you not responding to our prayers? And then, of course, that may even make us feel sometimes like we're not being heard. I, I remember that there are times when I'm on my knees in prayer and I'm like, Father, I know the throne room must be absolutely slammed, but please incline your ear. Please do not delay. Please hear these prayers in Jesus' name. Thank you. I believe that, as Jesus said in the Olivet Discourse, know that when all these things happen, which we see happening right now, they're starting, they're ha- they're increasing, they're increasing, and they're happening more frequently. And they're and the, and it seems like as birth pangs, they get intense, more intense each time. We know that the forces of darkness have threatened us and told us that there are going to be additional pandemics. We know that they have attempted to um, infect the world or a large portion of the world with uh, smallpox, which is exceedingly painful and exceedingly deadly. We know they tried to do it, but they got found out. So they probably backed off that plan. We know that there's a Chinese doctor that has warned and is currently warning people right now that the CCP is planning on releasing a bioweapon version of a hemorrhagic fever upon the earth and then blaming it on the U.S. These are all war weapons, weapons of war. I was in the military. They called it biological, nuclear, and chemical warfare, or NBC, nuclear, biological, and chemical, NBC warfare. Back then, they didn't even include the cyber part, so now it would have to be NBC, NBCC, <laughs> nuclear, biological, chemical, and cyber warfare which, by the way, the forces of darkness are holding up as their ace in the hole against Putin to start World War III and to launch an attack of NATO into the Ukraine um, because all they need is a single cyber attack that they can bl- – that they incorrectly – it would be – it, it, Putin would have to be mentally retarded and one of the most stupid men in the world to allow any – oh, and by the way, to add insult to injury in the dynamics that we're experiencing now in the world, praise you, Jesus, thank you, Father. The hack, hacker group Anonymous has made an official public announcement that, it, that they are going to start attacking Russian resources. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that just lovely? So we have we are clearly walking through we are entering into the the sorrows period there is no doubt about it we are entering into a series of events that are happening back to back they are getting more they appear to be getting more intense they have the um potential to become worse and worse and worse and they can also happen because just people's mindset is not global. For for example, right now, if I were to leave the house and go to a restaurant and have a steak or whatever, or, or some kind of a dinner, whatever the case may be, I, I would look around. People would not care. The people in the United States, they they believe they actually believe they're immune to all the things that are happening in the world. They believe it. They absolutely believe it with all of their heart. They are immune. Now, when I speak to people in Europe that I know as part of this, they don't, they don't feel that way at all. They're on guard. There are tanks rolling down the streets of Belgium right now. 
I know this because I have a, a there's a listener of this program that I speak to regularly, and he told me there's tanks rolling down the streets, getting ready. The king of Belgium, who would even know that there was a such thing as a king of Belgium, but I found out through him that there is, and he, of course, is part of the whole Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum creepy, weird Nazi thing that they got going on right now that is leading into the New World Order, which will almost certainly lead to the persecution of Christians, even in the United States eventually. It's so unbelievable all these things that are happening but she goes on and she says you know and i'll read that again remember that i told you that there will be a short span of darkness that you will need to walk through before i come for my bride and there will be a time when it may appear that i have forsaken you and then jesus goes on to explain um he says just because you may not be able to feel me for a short time know that i am with you regardless of your feelings and i will bring you through now listen to this i actually took this I printed this out and I highlighted it, this section here. Allow this to really enter your heart because, boy, is it aligned to what I am. It's what I'm seeing, and I expect that if I'm seeing it, then you're probably seeing it as well. Remember, this is from like eight years ago. That's just amazing to me. It says right here, it says, There is so much coming, my daughter, as I have told you. Know that when things begin to happen, they will come in quick succession. And there will be hardly there will hardly be time to catch your breath between these events. No that my time has come for my wrath to be poured out on the earth because of the vileness of her sins. And it even goes on to say, I have work for you to do. Remember that. And my Holy Spirit will infuse you, and you will go out and bring in the last harvest. Now, that... That harvest, I believe, is actually in progress to some extent right now through our prayers, through the manifestation of angels and dreams and visions. All over the world, we're seeing the articles that are coming from various Christian magazines. I read them on this program regularly to remind people. It's important to know, to get those confirmations from the Lord that you're doing the right thing. Praise God. But it's amazing we know that there is this concept of a final harvest, which I believe, I strongly, strongly believe, is the wheat harvest that happens after the three days of darkness and the sixth seal. In the sixth seal, which is part of the day of the Lord. That is after the meteor strikes the Atlantic Ocean, which is the judgment of God, which, by the way, actually happens, believe it or not, in the midst of World War III. Also in the midst of an alien invasion, believe it or not. And it's not a fake alien invasion, not this one. Which is meta- it's uh, metaphorically stated in Revelation 6, verses 12 and 13, where it says, And the stars will fall from the sky as a fig tree shaken by a mighty wind. That's the fallen angelic beings. But they're not from the earth. That's the thing. They're not here. They're coming. They're going to be. Anyway, it's all in the Bible. It's all in Isaiah 13. I'm sorry. Yes, Isaiah 13. It's all in uh, Joel 2, 
Those are not, a lot of people misinterpret, they're not from here. And the beings that are referred to in Revelation chapter 9 and 10, etc., they're not from this earth either. The locusts are not from this earth either. Okay, so, you know, it's obvious to anybody who has, you know, I pray they, they can see if they can receive it. I mean, the Bible says that they come from the far ends of the heaven and that God sends them. In Isaiah 13, it says, they chop children into pieces. They ravage your wives. Never in the history of the world, not even during Nazi Germany, did anybody ever chop a child into pieces. These are alien beings. They're not from here. And those who are on the earth at the time that are part of the bride of Jesus Christ would be commanded to go into their chambers for a little while until the indignation has passed. That's Isaiah 26.20. And that, it, that word indignation is the same word that is used in Isaiah 13 for the day of the Lord when these otherworldly beings come upon the earth to do God's judgments, which is also referred to in 2 Ezra 15, verse 28. But the point I'm trying to make here is we've got, we need to, to work as hard as we can on our walk and seek the Lord as closely as we possibly can now. Because it even says so right here. In this prophecy that the Lord just called to my attention as I was scrolling to the section of the, of the uh, prayer vigil notes to do communion with you, this jumped right out at me. That these events are going to come in quick succession, that we'll be, barely be able to catch our breath. We were just beginning the, 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 the martial law that was called on Canada by the Emergency Powers Act by Trudeau, who is a, a minion of Klaus Schwab, who is a Nazi. All this stuff, it's, it's, it's all happening right now. I had somebody from Canada say, wow, you know, um, uh, I forget what they said exactly, but, oh, yeah, they showed, uh, this, uh, showed me an article that suggested that, um, that the way that things went down in Canada um, was for, for this reason and that reason. They were hypothesizing, and I said, well, actually, I disagree with that. What happened in Canada was Canada was used as a test. And they failed the test because the number one thing that the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the elites, are afraid of is a French Revolution. Now, I am not. I am not from. I am not from here. I am not staying here. I pray in His name. You are not from here. You are not staying here. I pray in Jesus' name that we all make the barley harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray in Jesus' name for the power, for the strength, for the anointing, for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to come upon every single one of you. In Jesus' name, I pray for a tenfold blessing for every single person who even mentions me for a moment in their prayer. Praise God, and it is probably by the virtue of those who have prayed for me over the years that I'm even alive right now. And I'll, I could give you endless examples, but I'm not, I, won't, I won't even bother to go there. But they're real. Okay, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But the point is, this prophecy, it's happening out. It's, it's happening right now. It's in progress. And if estimation is correct, which I suspect that it most likely is, because again, at the end of the um, third seal, 
in Revelation chapter 6. Behold, the black horse. At the very end, it says, do not harm the oil or the wine. That indicates that the bride in its entirety is still on the earth. That is our marker. When the global financial collapse occurs, and it'll be a big doggone deal for sure, how it's all going to happen? Is it going to be because of a, a, a false flag cyber attack blamed on Russia or whatever the case may be, and the banks go down and the power grid goes down, and then they institute martial law, and heaven forbid whatever else may come, and maybe they'll pull out PDD-51 and place Obama in charge you know, of the White House. We don't even know what's in PDD-51. The, the, the Congressional uh, Security Council was not even allowed to see it. And it was created at the hands of a shape-shifting reptilian known as George W. Bush. And I can show you the book and the testimony of the person who saw him shape-shift into a reptilian personally. Praise God. And I can tell you that the evangelical church thinks they're seeing things and thinks that they, they, their discernment is good, but it's not. Because I sat across the table from an elder of a church that I was going to that was supposed to be very anointed man. And he explained to me that he had met George W. Bush in person, shook his hand, and knew that he was a good Christian. And I thought to myself, oh, my Lord Jesus, help us. So I just wanted to take a moment to share that with you, praise God, and I'm looking at the clock and realizing that I'm running out of time again, as I sometimes do. Thank you, Jesus, because there's just so much to pray for. So much to pray for. Thank you, Father. Let's just go ahead and take communion together the time that we have left. We don't need all that ceremonious reading of stuff. Gosh, I can do it. I I take communion so often. It's I just it's just I believe you know when, when Jesus said in, in you know when he actually was talking to the apostles at, at, at the Last Supper, you know he he actually said you know you know when he held up the cup you know he said. As often as you drink it, it wasn't like, you know, once a week or once a quarter or, you know, some ceremonious. It was as often as you drink it. As often as you drink it. Dorlena said many times she has been led by the Spirit of the Lord to just stop where she was in her prayers or whatever attacks that she was going through and take communion and she, it changed everything for her. It has power. It has anointed power. Let us do that now, in Jesus' name. I'm going to try to do this from memory, so I hope I don't dork it up. I give to you that which was given to me, that on the same day in which the Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He broke it and gave thanks and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in 
remembrance of me. Thank you, Father. And in that same manner, our Lord Jesus took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death. And in Hebrew, in Hebrew, in the Song of Songs, I think it's 6-3. The words are pronounced Ani Ladodi Vadodi Di. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. God bless you all. I praise Jesus for every one of you. I thank you for every mention in prayer. I pray for you as well. Let us pray for all of our fellow brothers and sisters across the world. And let us remember, as hard as this is, could potentially be, we've got to try to keep it together. Stay close to the Lord. The deception is like I have never seen or even imagined. 420 articles I wrote, many of which have come true or are in the process of coming true over 10 years ago. And many of them which were just flat out wrong. <laughs> Praise Jesus. But it appears that we have come finally. To that place, that moment in time, when our Father has essentially pulled that lever, that I used to say the big red lever, it appears that, I, I thought it was, you know, there were so many people that evidently incorrectly prophesied that there was going to be some kind of big gigantic event that kicked it all off. But it doesn't appear that to be the case at all. It appears that these these events that are coming in quick succession, back to back, increasing birth pangs, the way that people will continue to be giving and taking in marriage, working in the field, one taking another left. And that, indeed, has got to be the barley harvest, the first watch. It has to be. Because no one is going to be given and taken in marriage, smashes into the earth, and causes the great earthquake of Revelation 6.12. So through the simple process of analysis and deduction of the scripture in alignment with what the word says to us each, we grow ever closer each day, it seems, to that moment when we'll be in glory for all of us.
all deemed worthy by the blood of Jesus and his help, advocacy, anointing, and the strength of which he gives us to overcome each struggle in the days ahead to serve him faithfully. Maybe not perfect. In constant confession, constant self-examination, constantly getting better and praising him every day for his help because he is helping you whether you can tell or not. Not being hard on ourselves because we're not perfect. Having true godly sorrow, dusting ourselves up and continuing to work our way through it. Let each man work out his own salvation with fear and trembling. Understanding we got to make it. We can't miss. This is the opportunity of an eternity. And don't believe anything you see in the news right now. We're being played. I've tried, and I'll share this one last thought with you. Every time I live in Tampa, Florida, and Florida has a reputation of getting hit with hurricanes and stuff like that. And I have a lot of family, you know, but let me just say, I have a lot of family in Pennsylvania. And every single time, every time, there is, it makes the news that hits part of Florida. If it, especially if, if 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 there's any effect whatsoever in the Tampa Bay area, which is a very large area, I can tell you that the local news will take. I've seen it. I've driven past them. I've seen them doing it. They will drive to the same intersection right down the road from my house. It's off of a uh, a street called Hanley Hanley Boulevard a dip in it, and the water collects there when it rains, and invariably somebody will try to drive through it, and their car will stall, and News Channel 8 will set up a van with those funky antennas on it, and there'll be somebody standing there with a camera and a microphone so that the car that's stuck in the mud puddle will be right there in the shot. They're telling everybody how bad the storm was. They know right where to go. If you're watching the news right now, what you are seeing is a repeat of the same images over and over and over and over and over. There's an old movie called Wag the Dog. Like I said, it's very old. It's, it's, but it was unbelievably prophetic. Very similar to They Live. We're living in those days. The dog's being wagged. I haven't seen it stop yet. He didn't stop the pandemic. And there was a pandemic. He didn't stop entire churches from going and taking mRNA vaccines. 
it's not even until now that the world is awakening and starting, or some tiny parts or percentages of the world are starting to awaken and backpedal because they're getting found out. We live in some incredibly dark times, and most people are absolutely not able to see it at all. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus that we took the red pill. As hard as this walk is on account of it. Praise his name. Because as our Lord said through Bonnie, my precious bride, will be protected. God bless you all. See you next Friday, Lord willing. Oh, boy. And does that have a whole new meeting in today's world? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. See you then. Hopefully. <laughs> Again, Lord willing. God bless you all. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners sat the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your own grace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will you come?